Sites episode 139. For those that don't know, Switch of Sites podcast is a video game solo podcast where I talk about just that. Them video games. Um, today's date is uh February 3rd, 2022. Um, Happy Black History Month. Uh, it's only appropriate. I got to do it. I got to do it. I wouldn't be doing my right. I wouldn't be doing justice if I wasn't. So um, let's let's get that going. Let's we got to get this going. It's only it's only right. Yeah. Okay. I think I got my point across. Again. Happy Black History Month. Um Hey, it's the month. It's the month to celebrate blackness, being black, nigga lips. I mean, come on, you know, just celebrate. Everybody come around. I don't know how that works. 
<laughs> uh, please, people don't don't overdo it in terms of, you know, just don't overdo it. I'm just uh, that's all I'm going to say. I'm going to leave it at that. Uh, anything interesting happening with the world nowadays? That's notable. Not really. Uh, there was something that was, oh, shouts out to, uh, Jackass for, um, I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna watch that tonight. So, um, you know, gotta, gotta support being a jackass, you know, I mean, my life ain't complete until I see Johnny Knoxville just get his ass beat. That's, that's just the thing that's been missing in my life. So shouts out to jackass for coming out, uh, over this weekend. Um, yeah, just, just had to, had to give it a shout out, you know, shout, shout out to, um, yeah, without further ado, um, have a pretty good show for you today. Um, a lot of interesting stuff to talk about. So, you know what I'm going to (laughs) do, you know what I'm going to do. I'm going to talk about it. That's what I'm going to do. So. Like I said, without further ado, let's stop the dilly dallying and get right into it. First topic of discussion. Uh, PlayStation. PlayStation was like, hey, hey, Microsoft, I see what you're doing out there buying um, uh, Activision Blizzard. But wait a minute. Uh, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna take, <laughs> I'm gonna take your company that made you I'm gonna make them make us again. Uh, so, uh, Sony, uh, I think, I think in comparison with Activision Blizzard, they actually bought PlayStation officially. Now, I mean, PlayStation officially bought Bungie. And for those that don't know, Bungie are the, the folks that, uh, originally made Halo, uh, pretty much one through, uh, Halo reach. So they made one, two, three and reach, and then broke off, uh, <clears throat> broke off from Microsoft to do their own thing. Um, which, uh, I guess they, wow, that's true. They did technically have a partnership with Activision making destiny, the original destiny, but then, um, this was a while back they broke away from Activision and kept destiny, the destiny IP as well. Um, I think this was during the course of destiny two when it initially released. And, uh, I want to say about maybe a year or two into his life cycle, they broke off from Activision and were then, uh, then independent at the time. Um, and halo, not, not halo destiny was free to play. So now, um, (laughs) being, being, uh, their own selves (laughs) now, they're not again, which is kind of weird considering that they left Microsoft, but it's like, why would you leave if you're just going to go to PlayStation? I don't get it, but (sighs) apparently that's what's happening. So they have been acquired for $3.6 billion dollars. I, you gotta, you gotta put two pinkies up for that. You gotta, you gotta put two pinkies up for that. 
3.6 billion dollars so um that's crazy that's that's pretty crazy i mean it's it's so much to dissect uh yeah specifically the fact that <laughs> they were trying they they were literally just not wanting to be like this to my understanding that's why they were their own thing but now the fact that they are yet again back to being under a company <clears throat> it's weird it's it's interesting it's like why wouldn't you go back to microsoft microsoft will willingly want to take you back maybe it's just the probably the weirdness with halo and 343 currently that it's like i could see that maybe being a little bit awkward of them coming back coming back to Microsoft in three, four, three, and then maybe button heads about the direction of halo infinite and things like that. So I guess, but then again, I think they were pretty much done with halo to begin with anyway. And that's of course why they went to destiny. Cause I think they wanted something that wasn't owned by Microsoft to have it as a, an IP of their own technically. So, but I mean, you, they technically could have still did that. And then also, you know, consult three, four, three, give them some insight guidance on, uh, you know, the direction of halo infinite and things like that. But I guess they did it. I guess they just want to do their own thing. Branch off, maybe just, just branch out in general, just, uh, see how things work with a wholly, wholly different company compared to, uh, Microsoft. So. Still weird though, but I guess, uh, be, I think a part of this deal is that they want PlayStation. Uh, I know there's an article about it specifically that PlayStation wants to make like 10, 10 live service games or they actually, I think they actually have it in the works, 10 live service games that they want to, um, develop within like all the way throughout 2026 or something like that. So. And I mean, destiny is a live service game. I mean, you know, for what that's worth. So I guess it's, it's just interesting. I'd say, I don't know. And then, uh, in, in regards to the, <laughs> the weird timing of this, uh, being announced shortly after the, um, Activision blizzard, uh, Aqua, well, acquisition in progress with uh microsoft it seems like it seems like this is a response like oh oh you're gonna buy activision well we got bungie then uh, <laughs> how do you feel about that but apparently supposedly this deal was in the works for a long time now and i guess they this <laughs> coincidentally was the was the best time to announce it um sure i guess um, I mean, take that for what you will, you know, put some grain, put a grain, uh, no grains of salt, put some grains of salt all around it. Cause that just, it's just, it's just yelling. <laughs> it's yelling sus to me personally, but I digress. Um, this is just crazy, man. In terms of the precedent, this is setting where it's like, now it feels like everybody's going to get money, uh, money hungry. And like, uh, 
acquisition acquisition crazy where you know it feels like each side of this this war like they're going to be picking up uh companies each one each each Microsoft and um Xbox or Xbox and PlayStation are going to be trying to pick up uh you know miscellaneous various companies until like you know it's just only the two and that just seems to be a very very concerning precedent which you know I know we touched on specifically regarding specifically regarding the Activision Blizzard acquisition so I don't know man I don't know it's it's getting very concerning um one I think important thing to to uh that was addressed in regards to this acquisition is that uh supposedly apparently um Destiny 2 will still remain um multi-platform kind of similar to uh, Activision Blizzard where you know um Call of Duty will still be uh supposedly multi-platform in terms of the for the I guess duration of whatever said previously established contract there was. So, uh, yeah, but it's like, what does that mean in the future in terms of like, will destiny three, if that, if that ever comes to be, will that be exclusive to PlayStation or will they do kind of a, a similar thing where, you know, they will let it, let it exist on Xbox as well. I don't really count PC cause PC is like its own beast that like clearly that's been shown a lot lately that, uh, PC is its own, just <laughs> its own separate entity. I guess you can kind of technically put, put uh the Nintendo switch switch in that, that, that ballpark too. But, um, interesting. I guess we'll see. Time will tell. Um, it's just, <laughs> I just find it funny that, uh, Bungie, you know, left Microsoft, but then went, went into PlayStation, but who knows? We, we don't know what happened, what, what could have been going on. Maybe Bungie being solo realized that maybe it's way more difficult than it's, than it's worth being solo and, you know, now being acquired by PlayStation maybe is the, the right right decision, you know? So it's crazy, man. What next? Who buying what <laughs> now? Now this, you can see this is going to be a thing who, um, uh, guys, I would like to announce that, uh, I'm getting bought by little Caesars. So, um, I mean, I hate, <laughs> I hate, I hate to, I hate to just drop this out of nowhere, but I feel like I have to address this. <laughs> um, what else? Like my, my, my prediction, since, uh, it seems like they, the tone is definitely being set where everybody's getting uh, acquisition crazy. I think PlayStation is probably, probably going to plop by Capcom. I think at some point, I think that's going to happen. It seems, uh, I believe it, it seems like they've had a very good close relationship throughout like all these years, like pretty much the entirety of Capcom in his existence that like, uh, um, they had, a they have a pretty good relationship with PlayStation that, um, I think it's, 
it would make it would make up the most sense. I think um, expense wise, I think they're a little bit higher than Bungie, like five, six billion. I think if they wanted to buy them or, you know, um, <laughs> start that conversation. But we'll see. All in all, I mean, I guess what we really have to wait and see, but it definitely that the implications are there. Um, I just don't know, man. I mean, I think it's you, <laughs> you wouldn't buy Bungie to have multi-platform games either. So I guess that's my biggest question. If, if, uh, some of their games will still be multi-platform, how long that will be. And if, 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 yeah, if that will happen, I guess maybe worst case, um, Bungie's games will maybe only be on PC and PlayStation, uh, which is weird to me. Personally, I just, I just love the Xbox controller for first person shooters and shooters in general, but you know, action adventure, I do prefer PlayStation controllers, but I guess I could just get a specific controller for said situations too. Um, interesting stuff, man. <laughs> Sony's like, oh, you, oh, you going to play hardball? Oh, 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 you picking up companies? We can pick up companies too. What? What? <laughs> I think of, uh, I think of PlayStation as somebody who's uh, obviously a fan of both. I think of PlayStation and Microsoft is like, what was it? Uh, East coast, West coast. Um, bad boy versus a uh, death row <laughs> back today without the, you know, violence and stuff, obviously, but <laughs> it just, I don't know why to remind, Hey, Hey, you, you want, you want to get some, you want some games, you want some games to come to PlayStation, <laughs> come to PlayStation. Oh, oh man, that, that would be, so, I hope somebody makes that, uh, that is a free idea. I just released to the public. If anybody, anybody wants it, I just, I just want to see it. That's all. So, <laughs> oh man. Well, there you go. You know, there you go. Moving on. Discord. Uh, pretty much within that same day of that announcement. Um, I think they, we had an announcement a while back that PlayStation is planning to integrate with discord or something like that. Um, but we finally got it. Uh, I want to say a couple of days ago where now, um, PlayStation, uh, discord integration is now live. So, um, you can now pretty much integrate your PlayStation, uh, network account with discord and similar to like Xbox's uh, discord integration. Uh, let's say, you know, you're playing whatever game and you have discord up. I think it'll tell discord, it'll update your status on discord saying, Hey, I'm playing, playing, um, playing, playing, <laughs> playing Hatsune Miku, I'm playing Hatsune Miku. Uh, on relentless mode. I don't even know if that's a, <laughs> I don't even know if that's a mode. I just, I just would assume that's a mode <laughs> playing Hasune Miku on relentless mode. <laughs> 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 
Ace Witch is playing Hasune Miku on relentless mode. <laughs> he is lonely. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Um, yeah, so, you know, if you just want to just show brag about a game you're playing, you know, that nobody else can play or something like that. There you go. Discord integration, baby. Now we just need a Nintendo Switch. Get their act together. We'll have the trifecta. I guess, I guess technically quad quadfecta. I don't know if that's a word, but you know what I mean? Um, PC, Xbox, PlayStation, Nintendo Switch. All coming together. Is there anything else with this integration? Uh, actually, I'll just read this little excerpt. Um, <coughs> let me get, let me sip for this. I gotta, let me sip. Back in May of 2021, our friends at PlayStation announced a new partnership with Discord, working together to deliver new ways to integrate your PlayStation experience with Discord for your friends and communities to see. Of course, everything needed to stay super secret at the time, so we couldn't share anything quite yet. But your daydreams of squares, triangles, circles swirling in the sky are over. <laughs> what? <laughs> As the news drops now, starting today, we're gradually rolling out the ability to link your PSN account from Discord and display your PlayStation 4 or PlayStation 5 game activity in your user profile. If you've ever connected your Discord account to another service that allows you to display your activity, it works similarly here. Once your Discord account is linked, the game you're currently playing on either PS4 or PS5 will be shown as your activity. Just like that. <laughs> you can <laughs> even do it. <laughs> you can even opt to display your PlayStation Network Online ID on your profile so, dis so your Discord friends can add you and tag along. It's especially great for knowing if your friend is currently playing a game that supports crossplay on another platform. Ah, uh, you know what? I didn't think about that. I didn't think about that. That's pretty dope. I guess that goes back to the various times we talked about it. Like <clears throat> discord is definitely, I think the centralized, uh, communication service for multi cr multi well, more so cross-platform play for sure. You know, got somebody on PC, somebody on Xbox, somebody on PlayStation want to play a cross-play game. Discord is just the essential communication avenue that you, you would generally would go to. I guess there's game chat, but then it's all convoluted. And, you know, if you get disconnected, <clears throat> you can't stay in touch and things like that, but cool. Pretty dope. To be honest, <sighs> it's great. We're just closer. Next step. Next step. 
Come on, Microsoft. Come on, PlayStation. Let's get that native Discord integration within the consoles. I think it's coming. I think it's <coughs> probably maybe maybe towards the end of this generation. Uh, but I think it's coming for sure. Just to have an alternate communication channel, especially with crossplay and stuff. I think it's inevitable. It is inevitable. It is eminent. Moving on. Uh, damn it. Final Fantasy VII Remake Part 2 Omega Alpha Sex. That's a working title, but <laughs> so um, at least personally, I did not think that Final Fantasy VII Remake would be would be expected to be announced anytime soon this year, especially considering that uh, Final Fantasy 16 is on the horizon, but apparently that's not the case. Uh, so Final Fantasy seven uh, just passed recently this week. It's a uh, 25th anniversary. Um, happy birthday. Happy birthday to Final Fantasy seven. One of my favorite, favorite RPGs of all time. Uh, Reese's <coughs> 25th anniversary. So um, with that being said, uh, I think uh, the producer or the original director for the for Final Fantasy VII, the original version, not the remake, but I think he did produce um, at least part one. Um, Yoshinori Katase uh, said it it is it it is it was his in intention to reveal the first details on its remake sequel during the anniversary year. So uh, this is a quote specifically. Uh, we are hard at work on Final Fantasy VII Ever Crisis. That is the, um, it's weird, but technically a remake. Uh, how do you describe it? It is a mobile game that is more traditionally in line with the original Final Fantasy VII, but uh, adds a lot of, a lot of the, the, the side and spinoff stuff. So, it, it supposedly this is going to contain ever crisis. I think ever crisis was one. It was something crisis. It basically was a prequel even before crisis core that like, I think it was focused on the Turks for final fantasy seven. Then after that, there is, uh, I think crisis core. And then I think there was, I guess technically it would, uh, go into, what is it? Um, Advent children. I believe that's it. It might be one more that I'm forgetting, but anyway, so ever crisis, the plan is essentially kind of like a, a remake. That's more, I guess, faithful to, to the original final fantasy seven in terms of its traditional turn-based combat, not like final fantasy seven remake. And it's basically a retelling of everything kind of revamped. Uh, at least so far is only for mobile, which is a huge mistake. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm pretty certain they won't 
keep it to mobile because we know what happened with um it was one like spinoff game that was like for like a, a a flip phone that uh is no longer i think with some work you could you can mess with it but still so um with all that being said uh he, he continues to say there will be more information this year if we can uh, and this was a, this was a rough translation from a uh, Japanese. So, I mean, grain of salt, I guess, but I mean, it's, it doesn't say like specifically that it will be, but it's highly likely that it will. So, and I guess further into that, um, he was asked if the sequel would be revealed this year. He said, <laughs> Well, yeah, we just started the 25th anniversary of Final Fantasy VII, so we want to want to celebrate and get fans excited. So within the next 12 months, we want to share some information. Look forward to more information. So, I mean, it 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 seems pretty like we will see Final Fantasy VII, at least maybe a trailer snippet. Um, yeah, you can't you can't just show Final Fantasy VII you can't just give some information and not give us anything to suck on. You know what I mean? It's like, we gonna need to, <laughs> we, we gonna need a nipple or something. Come on now. We, we gonna need something. Can't just pour us a little bit of the formula without the, without the nipple. I'm just, I'm just saying. So we'll see. I'm excited though. As a, a very big, very huge fan of Final Fantasy Seven. This pleases me very much. Um, <laughs> I, I think I joked about it on Twitter, where I said, um, <laughs> "I just watch. I just see the first frame. I'm about to pass out. I just see one frame. <laughs> just slumped. Just instantly slumped. I'll, uh, I'll <laughs> gradually." hopefully get to the end of the trailer just pass out every every second every new second of the video that would uh that would suck but i mean hey got that effect on you i'm just i'm just saying so looking forward to it i know we've talked about speculation about where this where this sequel will take place but i guess it's pretty heavily implied where it's going to take place if you played um intermission so yeah final fantasy 7 remake part 2 oh <clears throat> uh, yeah i'm very curious to see what the what the naming function is are they going to acknowledge the part the part aspect of it or are they going to um just totally like do us just a subtitle thing and you know you collectively just on your own kind of make it out. Ah, man, so many questions. Oh, I, I want to know. I want to know right now. Need to find Yashinori. Just hold him up. <laughs> I'm just, I'm playing this in my head. I'm like, <laughs> I got, I got the cloud hair. I got like a cloud wig on and, and the buster sword. I'm just running randomly to find Yoshinori Katase. I find him. I just, I just, I just, I hold him up. Hey, hey, Yoshinori, let me, I need to know the details. Oh, I'm, I don't, I don't speak English. I'm gonna speak, I'm gonna speak English. Oh, fuck. I did all this for nothing. Went to Japan. 
had to get had to get this big ass Buster Sword out of customs or whatever. Oh, it's all bad, but it's all for the love. Let's let's not <laughs> let's not let's not get it twisted. All right, <sighs> moving on. <laughs> Oh my God, it's a nigga in a Buster Sword. <laughs> oh my God, it is killing me. It is killing me. Oh man, okay. <sighs> the nigga in a Buster Sword. Help. Oh man. Did I, uh, I did not put this in. Oh no, I did. Never mind. Um, so, uh, suicide squad killed a justice league. Uh, unfortunately I know it's, it's a surprise for everyone, but, uh, unfortunately has been pushed back or I don't think it was officially announced yet. I know, uh, Jason Schreier from Bloomberg.com. He, uh, he, he basically revealed it that, uh, they're quietly delaying the game. So whatever that means, I guess they're trying to maybe like maybe drop a trailer, maybe a couple of weeks. And then that would say it's, it's coming in 2023, but either way, suicide squad killed the justice league. It's what a, a heavy heart, a heavy heart to announce that the game is, is delayed 2023. Don't know how I'm a deal. So, I mean, I think, uh, I know I saw this coming that, uh, it was a given because, well, the, the biggest indicator was that, um, it was this game that was in the works as well as, um, Batman, or I think it was just called Gotham Knights, Gotham Knights, which is basically, um, within the same universe as, uh, Arkham, the Arkham series, but with, uh, specifically all of the sidekicks of Batman, um, Robin, Nightwing, Batgirl and the Red Hood, I believe. So, um, yeah, I was like, they're going to release both games in 2022. I don't think so. And, uh, sure enough, uh, I, I, of the two, I, I, I thought that it would be this one because, uh, this one seems to be <clears throat> way more ambitious at least in scope and whatnot, um, compared to, uh, to, um, Gotham Knights. So who, who would have guessed it? Who would have knew? Who would have known? Um, but Hey, you know, just take your time, take your time, rock steady. Take, take your sweet time because, uh, at least from what I've seen, I'm looking forward to it very much. So anything to make this game better than what it would maybe potentially be, I'm all for it. Don't be stressing these game developers out when the game is ready. It's ready. It's ready. <laughs> well, I guess, you know, of course, obvious things in terms of that, but which I won't get into, but RIP suicide squad. See you. See you in 2023. And with all that being said, and done that concludes the news for this week. So I get into what I've been, uh, 
what I've been playing, which has been uh, Days Gone. Finally finished Days Gone. Man, I think I, I ranted about it uh, last week where uh, this game felt like it is way longer than it needs to be, at least in my opinion. Um, and yeah, I, I, after, after getting it, getting to the ending, I was like, yeah, this game had a, a lot of fat that could have been trimmed to make this game way more enjoyable. And, uh, yeah. Um, uh, this game came out in 2019. So, I mean, not necessarily spoiling much. Uh, I don't even think it's worth spoiling, to be honest. But anyway, yeah, uh, reached and uh, it was it was okay. Yeah, it was okay. It wasn't really. It was very traditional, I guess. And then it it it's like this game is really good at faking you out, thinking that it's gonna end and not end. <laughs> which I think it's, it, it works to its detriment more than it's a benefit. Um, in, in this case, but yeah, yeah, it's just, um, I understand it now fully why, uh, why this game wasn't necessarily, uh, the most, actually, let me see real quick. What is the general reception of days going? I kind of forgot. So it got like a six point. I don't want to do specific reviewers. That's Metacritic. Unfortunately, is the best, best method. So for a PS4 version, overall Metascore 71. <clears throat> a lot of reviews that the separate reviews are pretty good. 10, 10, 10, 9, 9, and 8. 75, whatnot, <clears throat> the PC version, a little bit better, 76%. But I mean, <clears throat> considering I played this, I, I tried it in 2019, dropped it. Um, but since then coming back to it recently now, um, it's been a lot of patches and stuff. And I'm playing, I played on the, the PS five, which, uh, bumps up the, uh, frame rate, at least specifically. So had a couple benefits, of course, the, you know, faster loading and all that stuff. So, um, I think I definitely enjoyed it better than I did in 2019, which I guess makes sense since I dropped it. But I know they added a couple of additional features, which I, I think I might've touched on, but quick travel, I know is the biggest uh, essential addition. I think that, uh, definitely helped to keep me, keep me invested, but, um, yeah, it just, uh, it was, it was all right. I don't know. I really loved the, the open world, the environment, the graphics are really good, but it just felt like, um, it was missing some soul. You know what I mean? Some, uh, some pizzazz, some personality. I don't know. It just could have used something more, you know, it's, it's that, <laughs> It's that thing that is hard to describe, but I think people understand where it's like just that oomph. I don't know. Just to set it apart. If that makes sense. But 
anyway, <laughs> it looks like we won't begin a sequel. So, or, um, very unlikely to get a sequel. I think, I think Sony still owns the IP for days gone, but I don't think that's going to happen. We'll see. Maybe it definitely has the potential to be, I would definitely, if, if there was a sequel, I probably would, um, probably would, would, uh, would play it, give it a try. Um, it, it has a lot of potential to be better, you know, whatever, if there was ever a next, next iteration for it. But, uh, yeah, it didn't it. And it's funny too. Like it's been a lot of times I like, I dropped it and came back. Like I did it pretty much gradually throughout the, throughout the, um, what couple few, three months of me, like kind of trying to get back into it. I like dropped it for a while, came back, dropped it, came back. And I think that's indicative of just, yeah, I guess kind of admittedly maybe forcing myself to play it. Um, but there was, there were some aspects I did enjoy. So anyway, moving on. So I thought I, I, uh, need to, <laughs> uh, ever since Resident Evil four VR came out, I was like, man, I'm not even, I'm not really messing with my, my Oculus quest two. Oh, I forgot <sighs> meta quest two, whatever. <laughs> um, I haven't been putting my, 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 uh, quest to use. So. I was like, uh, I, I did get a couple games on a sale way a while back with the intention of, you know, getting to them eventually. And with that in mind, uh, I did mess with uh thrill of the fight, um, which is a boxing game. I know I, one of my friends, uh, showed it to me and we played, um, but, uh, yeah, it, um, <laughs> now with the Oculus Quest 2, not as portable, I've uh, started just going outside and, and messing with it, looking like a damn idiot, probably like a crazy person. <laughs> Who is this black man punching <laughs> shadow boxing in the, <laughs> this damn visor on? But um, yeah, so Thriller Fight is essentially just like a boxing game in VR where, you know, pretty much, I guess what you would think of a VR game of boxing. You can do actually surprisingly a lot of stuff. Um, at least since I, re I remembered, I think it was like in beta when I tried it out, but, uh, at least now it seems to be a fully full blown established release game. You could do a lot of miscellaneous stuff like, uh, practice your punching and there's a speed bag. There's a traditional, um, punching bag and, 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 uh, you could do a lot of just, uh, I think you could do like a ghost boxing thing where I think it's meant to test your reflexes and, and dodging and stuff like that. So it's definitely a lot of stuff to hone your skill. If you, if you want to be really serious, I don't really want to be serious about it. I just, I just want to tire myself out, just punching people. So <laughs> that just sounds ignorant as hell, but you know what? I mean, it is true. Um, yeah, I'm not trying to be not trying to get no form and all that stuff. I mean, if it comes, but I ain't really adamant about it. Um, but yeah, at least <clears throat> from what I played, 
it is it is uh it is a workout it is it is very tough um at least as somebody who uh hasn't messed with um this specific type of game uh at least in VR but um who man you you going to get <laughs> you going to get gassed and tuckered out real quick if you uh keep playing um I'm not sure how many opponents there are. It seems like a lot. I was actually looking up this YouTube video, this dude who was like a, who was a real boxer that was playing this game. And I mean, it definitely shows that, uh, your form and, you know, practice does factor in, uh, even though he, he played it on easy, but I think it, it's kind of fair. Cause I think it's, I think they kind of, maybe it feels like they reduce your power if you play on normal versus easy or whatever. But anyway, he was knocking dudes out in like 10, 10 to 30 seconds within that, that span. He was like clean knocking dudes out. But then of course, when it uh, got, he got progressively higher, they were, they weren't as, uh, easily, easily, uh, submissible, I guess. Um, but yeah, so it was interesting in that aspect. Um, but yeah, I think just tweaking some settings, I think I'll get a nice little sweet spot. So at least my plan is generally to probably do two matches (laughs) at least this time. Um, I was knocking at least the the, the first initial people. I knocked it down from normal to easy because uh, I think I was struggling a bit with that level, but went to easy. It felt more realistic playing on easy. So I like, (laughs) I say it's more realistic because I cleanly knocked out the first uh, initial start in person. And then I think, uh, a little bit after that knocked uh, the other dude out, but then the third dude was like, Oh man, he, he's not, he's not falling for my tactics. <sighs> okay. Um, well, fuck. So he actually, he actually lasted the round against me. So, uh, but I won still bitch. So <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, that's probably going to be my plan just to throughout the couple days of the week probably just get some boxing in and, uh, you know, uh, be really ready to throw some hands. Um, cause I've been, <laughs> cause I've been waiting for the moment. I've been waiting for it. I've been waiting for it. Actually feels very, uh, what's the word? I don't know. Um, good, I guess to <laughs> let some of that out, I guess maybe just various, frustrations and anything, just letting it out, <laughs> just punching and looking like an idiot. It's, 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 it's good. It's a good time. I do recommend it if you are looking for, and that was another thing too. I was looking for a way to make, uh, working out more interesting and engaging and not as like, I don't know, just, uh, tedious just to, to, to help me keep going with it as well. So anyway, um, I do recommend it. It's very fun. I love it. I love it. Next thing you know, <laughs> talk to me in like six months. I'm V. <laughs> uh, cause what's his name? The, 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 the I, for, I forgot his name. The YouTuber that was a real, it, the, the video was like real boxer, like, uh, <laughs> we're real boxer thriller to fight walk, walk through or whatever. He like, took out, uh, apparently he took out everybody within like an hour and 30 minutes. I, I didn't see the whole video, but that was like, damn, that's, I want to get on that level and just knock everybody out within 30 seconds. So 
here's to uh here's to a very maybe challenging goal that I hope to uh attain eventually um with progress and consistency so with that being said uh additionally to try to mix it up as well um I know one pretty well regarded uh quote unquote workout game is uh um, beat saber, uh, which I also dabbled in a bit too. Um, where it's, I guess you can think dance, dance revolution, but VR, that's probably maybe kind of not doing a lot of justice, but I mean, that's the closest to kind of get you in the mindset of it where, you know, uh, going to the beat and then there's like a red blue box and you hit your little lightsabers within the VR world. And, you know, time it, there's various more challenging aspects to it, like poking the boxes and <laughs> only mature poking the boxes. <laughs> anyway, poking the boxes and, uh, you know, doing different angles. And then there's like, uh, obstacles that come as well. Like, cause, uh, everything's coming to you in, in, in that way. And, you know, got to dodge out of the way duck and stuff like that. So <sighs> yeah pretty, pretty cool. No, it didn't feel as, uh, intensive or challenging as thrill of the fight, which, uh, I don't know. I'm a little concerned with that where it's, um, it doesn't help me. It doesn't encourage me to be more active because I feel like with beat saber, you can be, you can kind of cheat some of the stuff. It feels like versus thrill of the fight where it's like, gets you into the moment more where you can actually react more if that makes sense and be realistic about it in terms of dodging and stuff. So I don't know. Uh, I'm play, I played through the campaign. I didn't even know this game had a campaign where you basically meet certain conditions to beat whatever song. And after you do that, you move on to the next and it kind of branches out kind of like fighting games and stuff where you can, there's a four a or four B and, and things like that, where it's like, you know, a different song, versus another song and you know, which one you would prefer and things like that, which is, I think it's pretty cool. So we'll see. I might mess with it still. Um, but I think e- either way, it's still a way to be active anyway. So, uh, also moving on. Finally, <laughs> finally I've played a Pokemon game since, uh, damn Pokemon legends, Arceus. I gotta do it. Pokemon legends, Arceus, um, played, I think I'm about like six ish hours in. I want to say, um, man, Pokemon is back. Let me just, let me just say that. But before that, a little bit of backstory specifically in terms of my experience with Pokemon, of course, I think like almost every kid growing up loved (laughs) Pokemon was a very concerning craze with the cards and the game and stuff, of course, played pretty much the Pokemon games up until Ruby Sapphire. That's where I kind of fell off and, uh, you know, wrote off Pokemon never came back again. I dabbled with uh, Pokemon Go. And I tried to get into some of the, I think the sun and moon for the 3ds as well as I think that was the only one I really played or tried to play, but never got back to. Um, so technically I feel like, uh, 
Um, Sapphire Ruby was the one I really legitimately played since then. So at least with that, with that in mind, coming to Pokemon Arceus, 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 I I forget which I don't, Arceus, 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 I don't know. It's like Ryu, Ryu, I don't know. (laughs) Anyway, Pokemon Arceus. Um, So pretty much this game is set, set before the current, I guess, current timeline of Pokemon where it's like technically set back before. And it's, it seems like some weird excuse that you're teleported back or spawned in this, this time, uh, which uh, I'm assuming they explain, uh, you know, the further you get into the game. But, um, with that in mind, um, this is definitely a different vibe, a different, I'd say a drastic departure to Pokemon. I think that's kind of safe to say. Obviously, you still have some of the traditions in terms of catching Pokemon and, uh, you know, battles, but they definitely mix it up in a very interesting way. It's, <laughs> I, get, I hate to say it, but is is literally if you mixed Pokemon with Breath of the Wild, you would definitely get Pokemon Legends Arceus. I think that's safe to say. I hate to do that and say that, but I mean it's accurate. So yeah, I mean, cause, uh, there's just a lot of exploration similar to legend of Zelda, um, specifically breath of the wild, um, you know, collecting various materials to craft stuff that you can craft in this game to craft, like you can craft Pokemon balls and, and potions and stuff. Um, and I think what's really cool is like, I think, uh, this really captures, I think every kid's dream of what a Pokemon game would be like, if that makes sense, where like you, you get that sense of exploration and, um, you know, coming across Pokemon and actually having the the, I guess, discretion ability to choose if you want to encounter it or not. So I guess it kind of has a little bit of monster hunter in it in terms of choosing when to, to uh, encounter monsters and stuff like that. But, um, yeah, it is, it is very interesting. I am, I am surprised with my interest in the game so far. Um, yeah. So at least now you explore like a, a specific area, at least from what I'm playing so far, you you can explore a specific area and let's say, uh, you see a Pokemon just doing its, (laughs) doing its Pokemon thing. I don't know. Um, you can either throw a Pokeball at it, which is a new interesting kind of dynamic now where you can technically, uh, I think it depends on the Pokemon, but you don't necessarily have to fight a Pokemon to capture it. So, um, you could technically, do this technique. I think it's called a back, a back strike or something like that, where if you throw, throw a Pokeball at a Pokemon like that behind its head or back, essentially it will increase your odds of catching it and things like that, that, um, I think it's pretty cool to kind of have another alternate mechanic rather than, you know, being confined to having a battle Pokemon first 
in order to capture it, which I know some of the harder Pokemon, I believe that's just inevitable, but just having that option for, you know, the, uh, smaller, weaker Pokemon, I think it's pretty dope to, to actually have that implemented, um, to just kind of mix it up a bit. <laughs> and I guess with that also being said now, now you, <laughs> you as a trainer can get your ass whooped, <laughs> fucked up by some, by some, uh, Pokemon now, which I, I just find that funny. I think everybody collectively finds that funny, but <laughs> getting your ass actually beat by, by a damn what Snorlax or Scyther or something, get <laughs> you getting wind gust shot at you. Oh shit. Wait a minute. <laughs> this ain't what, how does that work? So I think that's pretty refreshing now to have that element of danger when, you know, interacting with Pokemon, uh, which I, I think is pretty dope. Just, <laughs> I'm about to get my ass killed by a damn Gyarados. Oh no. Um, uh, that's great. So that definitely kind of, uh, that in of itself, I think just jazzes everything up and, you know, kind of makes things more interesting and spicy. So, um, I believe, yeah, you can technically faint yourself. And I think if that happens, you drop a bag and there this, there's this cool, like dark souls. I think the term is like asynchronous player element where if somebody drops a drops a, a satchel that like, uh, if you die in a specific area, somebody that's connected to the internet, it goes within that same area. They'll be able to pick up that satchel for you and they'll get like some points to, to use to like get more rare stuff and things like that, which I think it's cool, cool aspect to, you know, incentivize, <laughs> incentivize a citizenship, I guess, <laughs> more or less. Um, so yeah, I mean, from what I'm playing so far, I'm definitely, I'm definitely very interested. I'm, I'm, I'm definitely want to see, see it through. Um, oh man, this reminds me there's this, there, there are new battles now where I, I won't spoil it, but it is a pretty dope, like addition to this, to this game, utilizing the dynamic of this game now, which I think is pretty dope. So looking forward to, I'm presuming there are more of those. Um, I guess my question specifically that I was playing, I, I noticed you can get like double and triple teamed by enemies, like various, uh, Pokemon on the map. I wonder if there's a way that maybe you can at least have two Pokemon against, you know, four or three, like random, like wild Pokemon or something like that. Cause that seems kind of messed up to be honest. Like, <laughs> can I, can I like drop kick a Pokemon to help out or something? Like, I don't know. Maybe that's just a mechanic that you unlock later on. I'm, I'm assuming something to kind of mitigate that. But, uh, I think maybe, I think in the game, there's like fruit you can throw at Pokemon kind of works in the same way as, uh, <laughs> as a uh, shit in, um, monster hunter where you throw it at monsters and they'll, they'll go away. So I guess maybe that, 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 that might be the answer, but yeah, overall so far, really loving it, really loving it as a former Pokemon fan. Uh, I guess I wasn't, I mean, I always had to have an appreciation for Pokemon. It's just, it just died off. The games weren't, you know, apparently that worthwhile, but anyway, um, 
I'm digging it. Oh yeah. <laughs> One I think I think what's also keeping my interest is that this game is surprisingly challenging. I think uh compared to like other Pokemon games where it seems like the games were they were a little too easy, at least from what I've heard. Like a lot of the the recent ones were a little too easy, not challenging enough. But now I feel as somebody at least who's been out of the game for a while that like, damn, these Pokemon hit like I'm get <laughs> I'm getting one one shotted by Pokemon. My whole team is fainting. So now I have to resort to running away. I'm like, damn, this is this is kind of scary. And then, you know, you got these um fucking alpha Pokemon who are these big ass Pokemon. They got the beating red eyes that they will chase your ass down and <laughs> fuck you up. But, um, yeah, so that's been, that's been fun. I'm just, just struggling throughout this whole area, but, uh, I'm enjoying it. I got, I got my karate gi. I got my, I got my wooden sandals. I got my headband. I got my, uh, I hate to say it. I mean, it's black history month, but Man, when are they going to give us some black, more black hairstyles and games? Some games have been pretty good about it, like Monster Hunter, but <laughs> Pokemon uh, is either it's either an Afro or some. Uh, what is, I don't even know the style, but basically it's like uh, dreads or braids with, you know, with 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 the uh, with the bangs, with the. the, the the, the damn the, the braids coming over your head with, with like 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 some bangs and shit. It's I could go on about that, but I let's let's do better. Let's do better. All right, Pokemon. I know this is based in Japan, but let's 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 do let's let's get something. Let's. Let's get a, let's get like a, let's get a taper. <laughs> let's get a taper. So somebody, somebody just give them, just give us some, uh, somebody with a taper or something. Just, <sighs> but I digress overall. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm really digging Pokemon Arceus. Um, I, I, I would really love to see this be applied to normal, like traditional Pokemon games. Now having that element of the trainer, can, <laughs> trainer can get fucked up too. Um, and the exploration, I think this is definitely feels like where Pokemon should start going now, uh, where it should have went since we got a console, uh, version of Pokemon. So here's the hope. And I think considering like, uh, the reception from what I've, 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 I'm seeing, seems to be very positive. So I can only see that going, going further and hopefully kind of, um, you know, have an effect on the next mainline Pokemon. And I guess we'll see. So good job, Pokemon, you know, you're doing it. <laughs> what we've been asking since, since we were playing, playing the Pokemon, uh, we're, we're hopefully getting now. Um, I, I, it's still, still very unfortunate that there isn't voice acting in this game. You know, you get your little miscellaneous Pokemon cries and stuff like that. Uh, but literally there's still no dialogue in the game. So I think that's also, uh, an unfortunate, you know, downsize of this game is that 
I it's it's I think it's time to get some voice acting in the game. I think I think we've progressed enough where we can uh we can do that. But I digress. I'm enjoying it though. Don't get it wrong. Just I, of course there's things you can nitpick. So uh that concludes what I've been playing. Let's uh let's get in to what I've been watching. Um, Book of Boba Fett been, uh, <laughs> episodes. Is it six? I think episode six, um, man, just going off the rails. It's like, is this even, is this, hopefully it pays off. I think, I think, uh, the last episode is next week. So it just feels like <laughs> what, what are you, what are we doing? So, uh, for those that don't know, the fifth episode was like literally <laughs> the Mandalorian, uh, point five <laughs> season, season zero two point five or whatever. Now, actually, it's kind of still Mandalorian focused with this episode a little bit. Um, with you know, we see Grogu training with uh, Luke Skywalker. And there's like, all right, I mean, I mean, this is called the book of Boba Fett, but I'm like literally two episodes where he's like barely in it. It's, it's, it's a little weird. Uh, it's a little weird, I have to say, but I mean, I hope it pays off, but it does not seem like it. Uh, it seems like it, it, it seems like it's going to pay off everybody but Boba Fett. It, it feels like, but we'll see. Um, just weird. I don't know. So yeah, so at least the the literally the focus of this episode as well was the Mandalorian and his conflict with um uh Grogu, aka Baby Yoda, in terms of trying to having this desire to see him and he was given this got the item from episode six to give to baby uh baby Yoda, but uh, you know, now having a, a conflict of does he want to interfere with his Jedi training? And, you know, does he want to not be a Jedi and be a Mandalorian, um, instead of being a Jedi and that conflict, which kind of the show ends with, uh, this episode ends with specifically. So I- I'm digging it. I guess it's just concerning that this literally like this could have been like something else. Like this could have been a like sub season, of the Mandalorian. Like they could have had these literally these two episodes as a, like, you know, additional extra episode or whatever, you know, after season two or something like that, it would have felt it would have made more sense. It just feels like the focus is too much on the Mandalorian when (laughs) he has his own show, (laughs) but I digress. I don't know. We'll see. Maybe it'll make sense, but so far it's feeling like it's feeling a little bit tacked on where it feels like there's barely any focus on Boba Fett as a character himself. I mean, of course, with the, the couple episodes we've seen so far, but it's weird, but he's not even shooting people, man. He's not, not as ruthless, but I mean, I guess it's, you know, character growth. Sure. But, uh, yeah, I said it, I said it before, but I'll say it again. (laughs) Well, like, yeah, Mando is more Boba Fett than Boba Fett, um, which I feel like that might be intentional, actually. But I guess we'll 
we'll see when uh the last episode premieres next week so overall i mean i, I did enjoy it don't get me wrong just <laughs> i feel like somebody who solely maybe uh i mean if you're watching this you are generally a star wars fan so i can't even say that you're generally a star wars fan so that's not even fair to say so i mean maybe i guess it's uh, i guess maybe it does make sense i don't know i guess moving on um attack on titan man this show is just it's just doing every any and everything um now my mind is just fucked at this point so <laughs> i guess spoilers for attack on titan episode um i forgot it did so many but the latest episode of attack on titan where you know you got a uh, uh aaron and um zeke they're going through their memories and then basically they discover now that uh, i'm still kind of confused to be honest they they're going back to the past but going back to the past they know of the future the people in the past know of the future or something like that so they knew this was gonna happen but it was in the past time time is always confusing to 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 convey in i think any media to be honest i think uh avengers kind of did it did it somewhat well but then again i feel like with time theories and time time related stuff there there you can always poke a hole into it any which way you 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 can and want i think it's just a matter of trying to not have as many holes uh in regards to it but yeah and then of course of course attack on titan you know this is all within 20 minutes and now it's they leave it on a cliffhanger so i guess we guess we gotta wait till next next week or i guess this coming sunday uh this is getting rough the closer we we're getting is is getting rougher and then we only getting 20 minutes is something's (laughs) something's gotta give something's gotta give i don't know yeah, I'm just, I'm just lost all around, <laughs> but I lost, but intrigued. So I'll say that. I don't know. Moving on. Um, the Witcher, uh, watch, um, starting to watch season two. I think I'm on episode four. Binged it a little bit. Uh, toss a coin, <laughs> toss a coin to your Witcher with plenty of value. I'm sorry. Um, I'm really digging it actually as, as somebody who's not really familiar with the, the games. And I believe the games came from a book, a book series. I'm not as somebody who's not familiar with it. I'm, I'm very, very interested. <laughs> I think it's actually scratching that, um, it's scratching that game of Thrones itch a lot, to be honest. Um, even better, not, uh, not worse as, uh, you know, unfortunately things happened, but 
really digging it. Um, I, I see some, some familiar characters, at least that I've seen in like game capture footage and stuff like that, but not actually playing it. Um, I really got to play, play that, but I know that game is long as hell. Like Skyrim levels long, 160 plus hours. Uh, I just don't, I think I'll make it as a, as a thing to try to <laughs> every year I try to play a, a, a very lengthy game at least. Uh, cause I did thoroughly enjoy persona five. That's literally, <laughs> literally like 170 hours. So, I mean, I got it. It's, it's like, uh, the, the patience is there. It's just, I don't, I feel like I'm missing out on so much playing one game and then like other, you know, shorter, shorter games are just passing me by, but I mean, they're not going to go anywhere anyway. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's really good. I mean, it picked up right after, of course, season one. And of course, Oh, what do you know? What's her name? Uh, is it Jennifer is, is alive. I think they left it on a cliffhanger in season one. Um, so pretty much things are picking back up and I'm, I'm guessing the goal is to find, find her and, you know, whatever other stuff comes along the way. Uh, they actually, you know, uh, talk about the lessons and introduce, uh, a lot of that into the game. <laughs> it's funny. I only really know about lessons because of the monster hunter, um, monster hunter crossover quest where you actually play one of them and you know, they, Oh, it's from the witcher. And you know, so <laughs> I find that hilarious, but, uh, yeah, so I'm really digging it uh, to not spoil much. I'm really digging it. It's like, uh, I like, uh, one of the episodes is a very, a very beauty and the beast vibe. I won't spoil what that means, but very beauty and a beast vibe. Um, that, uh, really, man took, took a turn in a lot of ways that I, I, I did, did find very interesting and engaging. So looking forward to it into the season. Um, I'm curious canonically how this lines up with the books. Cause I'm guessing at least going by the games. Cause there's three. I wonder, it seems like, I don't know. It seems like it's picking and choosing stuff where I thought maybe it started with the first game or I guess book, whatever the book correlates to. And then eventually maybe gets to the Witcher three in terms of the game. But I don't know if what is, <laughs> I have no frame of reference, obviously. So overall I am digging it though. I'm going to keep watching. Um, also watched peacemaker. I forgot to talk about this last episode, I think, but I did watch it then too. Um, is it, I always get peacekeeper or peacemaker. I think it's pretty sure it's peacemaker, but, uh, pretty sure I talked about it before John Cena. Um, you can't see me. It's John Cena. Um, he is peacemaker from, uh, the, the suicide squad reboot movie and pretty much continues off of the events of that. And, um, yeah, I think this is it three and four now or four and five, four and five is actually pretty good. Um, I don't want to spoil anything. Um, I just, <laughs> there's a big ass monkey. 
I thought it was Gorilla Gorilla Grodd, but it's not. Um, I wonder. I'm, it seems to be an obvious reference to Gorilla Gorilla Grodd. I would I would guess, but pretty interesting <laughs> interesting events that happen with that uh, using um, uh, the various tools, helmets. At least the one he uses in uh, I think episode five, he uh, has X ray vision to find people that are infected. Um, I won't, I won't spoil what that means. You have to watch it, but, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's fun. It's fun. Just stupid and fun. Uh, shouts out to vigilante. I forgot the actor who plays him, but (laughs) he is funny as hell, man. Throughout the whole season, uh, so far he's, he's funny as hell. He's just a dude. Hey, I just want to, I just want to, Hey man, I just want to, I just want to be a vigilante with y'all, man. I just, I just want to help y'all out. You know, <laughs> I just respect that. I respect it. He just wants to be, be included. So, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, yeah, I'm very curious where this is going to end to be honest, but, uh, highly recommend peace peacemaker. If you are not haven't watched it, if you are a fan of, of course, superhero stuff, movies, whatever. Um, DC, I know people are more afflicted to uh, Marvel versus DC, but I think this is very much worth worth watching. Um, oh, it's very good. Hilarious, just violence, action. I mean, what more could you want? You know, what more could what more could you want? I don't know. And that being said, I think that concludes and will conclude episode 139 for this, I guess, I guess week episode 139 for this week. You know what I mean? (laughs) You know what I mean? Um, what else? Is there anything to, uh, I guess, uh, you know, housekeeping, um, Fuck. I, I always, I'm always forgetting it. Um, you could catch me record this live on Twitch TV slash a switch, uh, on Thursday evenings. Ideally, I guess technically I'm a little bit earlier today, but, um, what else? Uh, you can catch archives of this podcast on youtube.com slash a switch. Uh, you can also, uh, like rate and subscribe on your various podcasts and platforms. Uh, greatly appreciate it. Um, outside of that, ah, I think that will be it. You can also follow me on Twitter at a switch. I just, just tweet. <laughs> I'm just going to leave it at that. Um, fuck. What else? I don't know. Till next time y'all, uh, feel free to fuck. Get your damn game on. Oh, yeah. Nobody's safe.